Hey kiddo, welcome to the Inspire to Engage podcast, where we talk marketing for small business owners, how we can serve our existing clients well, and ways for us to engage more with potential clients. And of course, we'll talk some about the juggles and struggles to do all of this while still having a life. I'm your host, Rachel Eubanks, and I'm so happy that you're here. Welcome to episode 25, Getting Systems in Place. This is a back-to-school special. With school around the bend, whatever that may look like in your neck of the woods for 2020, it has all of us parents scrambling. I'm a homeschool mom, so I'm starting to cringe thinking about the conversations I'll soon be having. Yes, as a first grader, you are expected to write your own name. Sure, you can have a snack as you complete this practice, even though you ate breakfast only 64 minutes ago. No, we're not finished with school today. We've just only begun. All parents will be having similar conversations, and especially since many school systems have chosen to go virtual to begin the school year. Back to school does bring a sense of normalcy, though. Most of us crave routine, and boy, has 2020 yanked that from us. So as we start to prepare for a new school year, however we do that, we also want to look for routines and systems for our businesses. You know that back to school and New Year's are the times in this country that many of us start fresh. So this episode is about starting fresh. It's about getting systems in place so we can be more purposeful and deliberate and proactive in our businesses, plus in our children's educations. I'm sharing some of the things I've already put in place and things that I will be putting in place. Actions that truthfully I've put off for too long, but it's time. My hope is that the systems I talk about today save you time so that you have the brain width for other things. Our children will need more of us this school year, processing the changes in their education, and our teacher and school worker friends will need us too. School this year will be different, but as business owners, we can work diligently to, as Dave Ramsey's group says, control the controllables. Okay, let's get started. First up, timekeeping. I spoke about this at the end of episode 24 with Deanna Mason about sustainability in business while still loving your family and taking care of yourself well. But I want to mention again here because it's eye-opening when you see how much time you're spending on specific aspects of your business. I was guilty of knowing only large blocks of time that I worked, but not noting what I did specifically during those blocks. For example, I often get up before my boys and work for about an hour and a half or so when the house is still very quiet and my brain functions more clearly and before the mama watch this, mama come see this, mama this is so cool, mama wear on our shoes. You know how that gets started. So by the end of each day, I knew approximately how much time I had worked, for example, five hours that day. But what I didn't know was what I had spent those five hours doing other than marking tasks off my to-do list. How long did it take to write that email? How long did it take to create that social media post? 
How long did it actually take to reach out to possible podcast guests? And here's a side note. As a service-based business, I knew how much time I spent on work for my clients. I kept accurate notes there and shared them through email when needed because truthfully, I treat other people's businesses better than I treat my own. And that leads to the point that I'm making here is that we can't scale our businesses to the next income level or make decisions about products or service lines or determine if we continue using a certain software if we're not sure where we're spending our time. Here's an example. My friend Sarah Dickinson from SMD Coaching shared with me recently that related to this topic. She tells her clients to analyze aspects of their businesses that cost money. Does a certain software you use cost an uncomfortable amount each month or for the year? With a timekeeping system, you can determine if purchasing that software is really worth it when compared to the time that you spend using it. Here's another example from my own business. Most weeks, this podcast takes between four to six hours to publish an episode. When I take into account researching guests, reaching out and scheduling them, recording with a guest, or me creating the episode if it's just me, editing it for lots of huhs and awkward pauses, plus my stuttering, writing the show notes, and then finally hitting publish. All of that takes between four and six hours each week. Now, four to six hours a week on a podcast episode may not sound like a lot to you, but I work 20 to 30 hours a week total on my business. So those podcast hours are a significant amount of time compared to the total time that I work each week. Knowing this information makes me view this podcast in a certain light. For example, I can't be ashamed, afraid, or even timid to talk here on this podcast about products that I've created and I'm selling. Like my new course, Creating an Ideal Customer Story. It's currently $19.99 and less than two hours in length. It's perfect for a business owner who is ready to use a laser beam to speak to ideal clients and not just a big floodlight and just hope somebody, anybody will purchase. Okay, I joke about the course, Creating an Ideal Customer Story but not really. When we keep track of time, we gain insights like this and start looking at projects differently because we realize the amount of time we have invested. Hopefully I've convinced you to get specific about keeping time if you're not already. And in full disclosure, several people in my life helped me see the light here. A dear friend's husband, my own husband, conversations with Sarah Dickinson from SMD Coaching, and chats with Deanna Mason, all of all of this happened within about a span of two or three weeks. So obviously I'm a slow learner because it took multiple conversations, but it became very clear to me that something needed to change in my business. So here are two, to- here are two tools to help with timekeeping. Number one is Toggle. It's spelled T-O-G-G-L. So leave off the E. And I'm currently using it. The basic plan, the one that I happen to be using right now is free. So if just getting started in the world of timekeeping, you may want to start here. 
Toggle has an app and a browser extension. So no need to keep your phone right next to you in order to keep time. Toggle, like most digital timekeeping services, allows you to add projects, those tasks that you repeat daily, weekly, and monthly in your business. So for like me, I've included projects such as podcast, social media, and mastermind. I've also added client work there too, such as quote unquote copywriting for, and then fill in the blank. A second tool is called Harvest, and you find it at getharvest.com. That's G-E-T and then harvest.com. It allows you to try things for free for just a bit, but it doesn't offer a completely free option. My friend's husband does IT work, and so he suggested this one because it allows him to keep time on client work and bill clients directly from Harvest. So I hope those two tools toggle and harvest help. They are definitely not the only two two tools out there. It's just two that I'm familiar with and one to share with you and to hopefully get you thinking about how are you keeping specific track of your time. Okay, a second system to put into place is a scheduler. This is especially true if you're a service-based business such as mine. Like you probably... I use the calendar on my phone religiously, and it's wonderful for keeping up with events that my family and I have going on. But when I'm trying to schedule appointments and Zoom chats with clients and podcast guests, I need a scheduler. I need a calendar where they can see my availability and simply choose the time that fits their schedules too. This system saves so much time, less emails back and forth, less time thinking on the fly about what days and hours you are available. Think about how many times you've received an email that says something like, Monday isn't good for me at three. Can you do 1.30 instead? And right there in the middle of lunch, you're trying to determine if 1.30 works for you next Monday. It's exhausting. I've known this for a while that I need a scheduler and I'm ashamed that I haven't done it so. I've created a calendar account and got one started for a client. Remember what I said earlier? That we often treat other people's businesses better than we treat our own. And we really should if we want clients and vendors to continue choosing us. But if we want to get serious about scaling, meaning growing our businesses without giving up one more hour of sleep because we already don't get enough, and while still seeing our families, then we have to get serious about the systems in our own businesses. I'm preaching to myself right here, but maybe I'm preaching to you as well. Here are two options to look into as far as appointment schedulers. Number one, Calendly is the first one and the one that you've probably heard of before. You can find it at Calendly.com. It's spelled a lot like calendar, so C-A-L-E-N-D. And then it ends with L-Y, Calendly. The tagline on the homepage reads, Calendly helps you schedule meetings without the back and forth emails. Side note here, this is great copywriting. No question about how this product helps us users and it speaks right to my pain point. Okay, as I said earlier, I helped a client set up a scheduler so customers could make appointments. And for this project, I use Calendly. 
Calendly offers a completely free option. Just be mindful that the free version offers the user, the one setting up the appointment, an advertisement to try Calendly for free. So if using the free version, when your client chooses an appointment with you, he or she will see some text at the bottom saying something like, try out Calendly. Just wanted you to know that in advance. Even with a free version, you can set it up to send email reminders and give users an option to receive a text reminder of the appointment. You can add your logo. And of course, you can set the times that you're available. And that's, that's all on the free version. And you can easily grab a link to the calendar so that you can share it with your clients in emails or Facebook, even in the link in Instagram, in your profile on Instagram. Another option is simply book me. So it's simply book.me. Instead of a .com, it's a .me domain. Like Calendly, it offers a completely free version. Simply Book boasts that it's an online booking business for all service-based businesses. So like salons, fitness coaches, educators, and it offers some great options like a simple website if you don't have one and a widget that you can add to your site to make scheduling easier, easier straight from your own website. It's definitely worth poking around on this site and watching the video that explains it. They have it right there on the homepage if you are looking for a scheduler. And I also added a third one. The third option that I added is Square. Yes, the same company that accepts payments, but it also offers a free appointment scheduler that comes with a basic website so that you can easily link to your scheduler and share it with customers and clients. My friend and business coach, Melly Tholstrup from My Size Marketing really likes this one. So you can find out more about this appointment scheduler at squareup.com. These three options, Calendly, Simply Book, or Square, they're all effective. They offer free versions and even the paid options are modestly priced with plans starting around about $10 a month. Okay, a third system to put in place or revisit if you haven't in a while is social media scheduling. So we just talked about appointment scheduling. Now let's talk about social media scheduling. My friend Molly Marshall from Molly Marshall Marketing recently posted this quote, planning ahead gives me freedom. Dang how I agree with that. Taking a couple of hours one day to plan a week or two weeks or even a month of posts frees up time and lots of brain energy later on. Michael Hyatt in his book, Free to Focus, and well, really a bunch of other leaders and time management gurus, encourage us to batch tasks. So instead of cutting, cutting salad fixings each day, you take an hour on Monday and wash and chop the broccoli and cauliflower and carrots and bell peppers so that throughout the week, you're not locating and pulling out the knife and the cutting board and all the vegetables from the fridge and washing them each day. Instead, we found our favorite instead, we found our favorite knife and cutting board just once and did all the chopping for the week. That's an example of batching. So, social media can be batched too. Getting serious about what we want to communicate with our audience is a crucial step. If you want ideas on what to post, episode 19 titled, "Ugh, I don't know what to write." 
yes, it's a brilliant title, is a great place to start. So that's episode 19. Or head to my website, inspiretoengage.com forward slash free posts to get some ideas too. I share picture and caption ideas that would span a whole week. The ideas can be repeated each week just with a twist. For example, Wonderful Wednesday can always be wonderful. Share each week about something terrific a customer said or an amazing thing that happened for you or your business that week or in previous weeks. And before I go any further, I want to preach to my just starting a business self from four years ago and anyone else like me. Quote unquote, being on social media just because everyone says you should be isn't a valid reason for killing yourself to do social media. Get clear on who you serve and then talk to that person and consequently people like him or her while you're there. And no way do you have to be on every social platform. Choose the one where more of your likely clients are hanging and concentrate there. This advice is especially true if you're in a season where social media is a daunting task or it's taking time away from a product or service that's already making you money. Also, while we're talking about social media practices, consistency is our goal on social media. Hence why we're about to talk about social media schedulers. But for me, consistency does not mean seven days a week. Consistency for me is about four to six times each week. I just can't do seven days a week. I refuse. I need the brain break. Plus, I won't pour that much more energy into a platform that I don't own. Okay, off of my high horse and back to batching and scheduling social media. Here are a few tools I've used or researched over the last few years. First options are mostly for Instagram scheduling. And by scheduling to Instagram, you can choose to automatically post to Facebook. It doesn't work the other way around, though. You can't post to Facebook and then swipe a little toggle for it to post to Instagram automatically. You just can't do that. You have to start with posting on Instagram and then choose for it to to post on Facebook. Anywho, two great tools for scheduling Instagram is Plan. It's spelled P-L-A-N. N, so it's two N's, and Planoly, which is spelled P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. Both Plan and Planoly offer an app plus desktop capabilities. So if typing on your phone drives you crazy, like it does me sometimes, you'll love working from the desktop option. Another reason I like using these two schedulers is that you can put breaks between paragraphs in captions, which If I work inside the Instagram app on my phone, I can't do that for some reason. I know some people can, but I can't. It just squishes it into one really long caption. So that's why I enjoy using Plan and Planoly because I can put breaks in between the paragraphs. This is a minor problem in the scheme of life, but I do enjoy breaking up captions into easily readable and digestible chunks. That's an important copywriting trick that we all should access. Both Plan and Planoly offer free accounts with limited capabilities, but still enough to get you up and running and scheduling. And Planoly can also be used for scheduling on Pinterest. Their pay plans start around $9 a month if paying per month. A third Instagram scheduler that I love is called Later, L-A-T-E-R. It's a lot like Plan and Planoly. 
It offers a free option plus very affordable, more robust plans too. It also offers LinkedIn bio for those that want to sell straight from their Instagram accounts. LinkedIn bio is a third party option. It's outside of Facebook and Instagram that can help people sell from Instagram. So it you can link to it in your profile and go to LinkedIn bio and be able to purchase from there. But I mentioned later separately because of it's a blog. To get the blog posts regularly, sign up for Later's newsletter. The writers there are constantly churning out ideas for social media posts. The latest changes happening on the Instagram platform and tips for looking at your analytics. I really love their blog and I signed up for their newsletter several years ago. And so I strongly suggest it to a lot of my clients because it all in one thing, you don't have to do a ton of outside research to kind of know what's happening on Instagram. The last scheduler that I'll mention here is Hootsuite. Hootsuite schedules almost anything and it's spelled H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E. It also offers scheduling for LinkedIn, Twitter, as well as Insta and Facebook. It does offer a free 30-day trial and the most basic plan starts around $30 a month. The cost tells you right there that it allows you to do so much with this software. Schedule, respond to comments, manage multiple accounts. It's a great product and I used it for a while for a client and it's definitely worth a mention here. Okay, as I bring this back to school, let's get organized and systemized. Is that even a word? Episode to a close. Here are a few final remarks. First, I'm a paper pencil gal. I'm probably not alone, so I feel that I need to say this. It's one of the reasons I fought using a digital timekeeper for so long. Seriously, I love an old school number two pencil, super sharp, and just a plain sheet of paper. I don't even need a fancy notebook. So using digital things go against my grain. Writing down the times I'm working and sketching out social media plans make me happy. But doing those things also take more time because I have to manually calculate the time spent doing certain tasks and social media ideas have to eventually be created in Canva and placed in Instagram and Facebook. So I finally had a stern talk with myself about systems. I'm sharing some of my internal battle because others may feel this internal battle or think, well, I've been doing this for so long. Why change? Or You're like me, you've realized you've just been limping along for a while, but in order to grow, it's time to start saving time when we can. That's me. That's where I'm at right now. I'm ready for a few more systems and tools because I'm ready to save time and brain energy. Second, one more time-saving practice I didn't mention earlier, but it's definitely worth talking about is to create template email responses for questions that you get often. If you get a question regularly, like more than three or four times, take a few minutes and craft a template response. Save it somewhere that you can easily access it. That way you're not using a lot of time to respond to customers, but you're still being diligent at customer service. Another take on this practice is to craft an away from my computer email when on vacation. My friend Jackie Gill, a graphic designer and the founder of Made by Jackie Gill, 
always writes an email stating when she'll be back in the office and when to expect a personal response from her. She sets that email to respond automatically. So when she does return from her vacation, she's answering legitimate emails, not ones like, I emailed you three days ago. Why haven't you responded? One final idea here. If there are questions that you hear often, create an FAQ page or even a section further down on your homepage to address these concerns. A lot of times, addressing common questions or objections out in the open cuts down on email responses. Okay, here's a quick recap of the episode. Number one, consider a digital timekeeper to help you dig deeper into how you're spending your time in your business. Knowing how many hours a week it takes to do certain tasks help us price our time and the items that we sell. And we can make informed decisions about the tools that we're using or purchasing for our business. Two of the time trackers that I'm familiar with are Toggle and Harvest. Next, consider an appointment scheduler. This saves so much time and brain energy because there's not a back and forth emailing between you and your client about when to meet. Calendly, simplybook.me, and Square are great options for getting started with an appointment scheduler. And third, what about using a social media scheduler if you aren't already? Truthfully, I go through phases of my life where I schedule my post and when I don't. But either way, I love having access to schedulers like Plan or Planoly or Later. That way, if I want to plan a week or two in advance and batch that task, I can. Also, I can craft my caption on my desktop, which is a nice change from typing on my phone, and it does save me time. Heads up, some schedulers, though, will post automatically for you to Instagram, and especially if it's just one image. But other schedulers will send a message to your phone, letting you know it's time to post from within the scheduling app. Oh, and don't forget that Hootsuite is another option if you're wanting to include social platforms like LinkedIn and Twitter. Listening friend, if any of this episode struck a nerve in you, I would love to hear rate this podcast episode or send me an email at hello at inspiretoengage.com. I need the motivation also to continue thinking of how to streamline my business so I give the time and brain energy to the task where I'm most needed and can make the greatest impact. So I'll lay down my very sharp number two pencil and rely on Toggle to keep my time. Okay, have a great week.